welcome to Authentically You podcast, the podcast that dives deep into a transformative journey of self-discovery, self-acceptance, and self-expression. I'm your host, Kirsty Hankin, and I'm here to guide you on a path towards embracing your true, unapologetic, authentic self. In this podcast, we'll embark on a quest to uncover the secrets to breaking free from societal expectations, shredding the masks we wear, and stepping into our own power. Each episode will explore the questions and challenges that our listeners face on their personal journeys, providing practical insights and heartfelt advice. But it doesn't stop there. Authentically You podcast goes beyond just answering your questions. We're here to introduce you to a diverse lineup of incredibly knowledgeable professionals who will share their expertise, wisdom, and experiences. We'll bring you thought-provoking interviews that will inspire and empower you. This is Authentically You podcast, unleashing life on your own terms. I'm Kirsty Hankin, and together, let's unlock the power within and live life authentically. Remember, you are not alone on this journey. We're in this together. Hello, and welcome to Authentically You podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it and hope you get some beautiful insights and clarity through this episode. So let me introduce today's guest. In 2001, our guest was successful on paper, but felt like something was missing. So she went on a journey of self-discovery to figure out who she truly is, what she truly wanted, what was important to her, and what she was meant to do in the world. She learned along the way the importance of owning and integrating all of you, your life and your professional experiences, education, struggles, gifts, shadow side, all of it comes together to bring you to wholeness and serve as a foundation to help others. She has overcome trauma, depression, anxiety, and much more, and never gave up on doing what it takes to build a self-honoring life and business. Welcome to the show, Life and Business Coach for the Spiritually Awake, Arizu Cohen. Welcome. Thank you, Christy. It's so wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me. We really appreciate you and we're so excited to hear about your authentic journey and where you've come from. So tell us, where did it start? Tell us about your self-discovery journey into becoming authentically you. Oh, it's such a long journey. <laughs> I'm, so when I went to law school, I think I went to law school mostly because I didn't know what to do. And <laughs> it was following my father's footsteps and, you know, it was going to be a safe profession, etc. And then as time went on and I made a lot of money, I mean, I had, you know, beach bungalow in Venice Beach, a convertible. Oh like trophy boyfriend, like I had all the you know, accoutrement, like that, that would external measures of success, right? Yes. And you would think I would be happy, but something felt like it was missing for me. Um, and I had saved up enough money to travel for a year and find myself, or at that point I was at a crossroads. I could have just gotten married and had kids and 
bought a mm-hmm. house and settled down. Um, I made the decision to travel. And when I did, I started really getting into Eastern philosophy, Krishnamurti, uh, Osho, and Arsh, you know, Sartre, Camus, existential. It, it was an existential um, crisis for me at mm-hmm. that point. Uh, I had lost both of my parents when I was really young. So to me, I always had this feeling of life is really short and I could die any moment. Mm. And that was good and it was bad in a lot of ways. I mean, yeah. at that moment, it drove me to do stuff that, like, not wait, but just do it. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't necessarily well thought out, you know what I mean? To just walk into the partner's office one day and say, hey, I think I'm going to take a year sabbatical. And they all thought it was career suicide. So anyways, long story short, I went into coaching because I loved it. And I and I knew I was natural. It was like breathing air. Like this is what I was born to do. And then I yeah. had, uh, it, then it was a whole ordeal to monetize it. So yeah. then that's, that's a lot. Yeah. So when, how, how old were you when your parents passed away? So my mother actually abandoned me when I was less than a year old. Oh, gosh, and yeah. uh, she didn't. I knew she didn't want me uh, in utero, but in Iran, I guess they couldn't have abortions or you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And because uh, she wanted to leave my my father, and then she left my father, came to the United States, and then um, I lived with my father, and then he passed away when I was ten. Mm-hmm. Wow, it is very young, isn't it? How did how did you think you cope with it? then as a young child that's very traumatic I think that it made me really observant and I was always kind of watching everything trying to make sense of everything Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because I I always thought my intuition was something innate like I was I'm highly highly intuitive and I realized later that might have been because of the trauma that it was enhanced because I had to figure stuff out and because and, nobody was talking to me about anything, you know, yeah. really as a kid and maybe it wasn't their place Yeah, at that time. I haven't heard that before. Um, the traumatic side may be helping the intuition and it totally makes sense, doesn't it? If you think about mm-hmm. it, really getting deep. I think you become hyper vigilant. Mm. That's what happens. And you become very observant of everything around you and um, you connect the dots. And that's what really intuition is, is seeing patterns and connecting dots. Yeah. So when you had all the uh, the societal expectations of having the amazing job, having the amazing partner, having the amazing lifestyle that everyone was sort of expecting you know, everyone should have. And you didn't feel, you felt like there was something missing. I feel like there's a lot of people that feel like there's something missing, even with everything, all the materialistic things and that. How did you come to really step into trying to find that missing piece? How does someone do that? You have to go inside. there's no way 
without having the self-awareness and self-reflection, the introspection of, okay, well, this is what society wanted for me. This is what my family wanted for me. And what is it that I want? What is it that fulfills me personally? Not what society wants for me because then you feel empty, right? Because it's Mm -hmm. based on your worth, based on this external stuff, which can be taken away at any moment. And uh, rather than a sense of worthiness and wholeness from inside. Mm -hmm. So where did you start from to looking inside? How did that, how did you go about that? I first, I just started reading a lot and then I went into therapy as well. I did a lot of my internal work. I, I got certified as a coach and even the certification process was very revealing in a lot of ways it, 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 in, in itself. And then of course, you base, I basically pro- processed a lot of my stuff as a business owner because it, entrepreneurship will bring up all your shit. Like, and it's supposed to so that you can clear it because it's yeah. not working for you. Yeah, exactly. It's like an onion, isn't it? One thing comes up and then the next. You've mentioned societal expectations. And I know that I still get caught up with that. And I think it's an, a developing thing where you're always uncovering things and and sometimes things pop up and keep reminding you of the things that you've learned. And how how has societal expectations, well, when you're trying to go into your self-development and your authentic journey and societal expectations keep popping up, what's one thing that you recommend to do to really get on top of it and really step away from that? expectation Mm. you have to be really really honest with yourself Mm -hmm. you have to get really 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 lovingly honest with yourself and what I see in something that I had to do for myself and something I do for my clients is to really get them in touch with their a their highest self Mm -hmm. like visualization exercises and also embodiment in terms of who am I when I've already arrived and I've already self-actualized and well, how does that feel in my body and who is that person how do they live life what are, what are their values what you know so so it's really kind of reverse engineering in a lot mm-hmm. of ways and also to really love your inner child that part of you that's wounded that doesn't feel enough that doesn't feel like she's worthy, that doesn't feel like she can have what she wants, it's possible for her. Um, Because society has kept telling us we're not enough and we Mm -hmm. have integrated, we internalized it. So it's a lot of liberating yourself from nonsense because uh, we, it's a pure purification process in a a lot of ways. Yeah. In terms of like, you know, getting back to your core essence of who you are and what matters to you, not what people expect. Stop caring so much what other people think. Oh, yes. You know? That's a big one that I'm trying to um, 
well, I've actually embodied recently over the last year is like, oh, who cares what they think? Like it's, that's powerful in itself. And that can move you into really your journey because as soon as you embody not caring about what people think, it really gives you that, that, that confidence. It gives you that, hmm, so you're sort of stepping into your power a bit more. There's loads more to it, isn't there? There's so many different avenues and things to work on. And it is such a challenging, hard, but easy process, isn't it? I find some parts are really easy and some parts you're like, oh, I don't know about that. But I, you have to delve in, don't you? Yeah, you do. And I think it really helps to have a mirror to someone to call you on it. It mm -hmm. really helps to things through to someone and, and have them hold you accountable because we don't know what we don't know, right? We don't see our own blind spots and books don't keep us accountable or create the momentum to make the change because the transformation is like a, a, like you were mentioning, it's like a muscle memory, right? Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's like the nervous system has to be on board and especially with somebody with trauma and 70% of the population has trauma if whenever you're pretending you're somebody you're not or you're pretending something it's the survival mode the survival mechanism mm -hmm. you don't thrive when you're surviving right so we can't be in survival mode and thriving mode at the same time yeah you basically have to choose just like losing weight or something right you have to you have to decide you want to lose weight and then you have to take on the habits of that person who is healthy before you become correct so you know like i say two molecules cannot occupy the same space yeah and that's the hard is to fully step into the the new version of you mm -hmm. which is really the, the the authentic version of you you know what i mean yeah. yes um when When people are starting their journey and you're talking about your inner child, just thinking about your inner child, it just gives me this big smile on my face. It is, it is, can, can you go into a bit more detail about inner child and how you can work and be more integrated with your inner child? Yeah, so our inner child just wants to be loved, right, and accepted. Mm -hmm. And so for, for what happens is that at some point we start mirroring our caretaker's habits because the more we're like them, the more we think we're going to be loved and we're not going to be uh, abandoned, you know, basically survival, right? Because yeah. they left us, we might die it, it, back in the day. So it's very, um, it's very primitive, actually. And then... So if we don't have our needs met as children, then we're going to want to get them meet, met some other way. Mm -hmm. And a lot of, um, especially women, I see people pleasing, shape-shifting to have people like them, love them, approve of them, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And it's really soul-crushing to your inner child who... we can't be everything to everyone and then we yeah. become resentful 
-hmm. So it's a really about uh, soothing and comforting and loving that part of you that just wants to be happy and liberated and free and loved. And so I think the starting point always has to be self-love. Yeah. Um, you know, I just rem I was just remembering how I am a vegan and there was like people I went to this one party it was a barbecue and they were like giving me an eye kind of like thinking like ew you know hippie whatever whatever and I, at the, there was a time when other people's judgments and criticisms or opinions really affected me yeah or I might have like eaten something in front of them just because whatever um the more you start really honoring yourself and what you believe in loving on yourself no matter what what whatever stage mm -hmm. um, you're poor like you're not making the money whether you are making the money whether you're in a relationship whether you're not etc you know what I mean the, the love has to be unconditional yeah for ourselves because so often it's been conditional I wanted to ask you another thing where people get caught up with you know social media influencers people that are on a journey and doing some amazing things and they are thinking okay well, I'll do that and oh, why isn't it working for me when it's working for somebody else and they can they can sort of hurt their journey in such a way that they're just like well it's not working for me how do I what am I doing wrong and sort of blaming themselves what do you say to those people about following influences well a if people are influencing you there's something in them that you see that might be in the uh, dormant in yourself mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying like maybe you're following someone because you love their confidence or something there whatever it is there's some part of you that probably wants to um call wants to call forth more of that into your life perhaps yeah but in terms of doing what they do nobody can do what you were born to do and nobody can do what they were born to do and so uh comparing yourself does not work or trying to do something and that somebody else does does not work it's it's sabotage because you have your own authentic blueprint Mm -hmm. innate blueprint and I see this with a lot of introverts and I'm included myself is to try to to um, market in a way that an ex you know super mm -hmm. sociable extrovert person would do um, and you have to really think about like what's the most this is my one of my mentors says it's what's the most expansive pleasurable fun way of attracting soulmate clients yeah so you know, what is it for you? And what would be a stretch? But yeah, visibility is definitely an issue that, that. I think I've been caught up once where I was starting my business and I was just not knowing where to go and I wasn't going inside and I wasn't asking for guidance. And I signed up for a program that cost the earth and it was sold to me where this lady made 
lots of money quickly and she's going to show us how the exact processes and exactly how she did it of course that's not going to work for everyone it didn't work for me because it's not my blueprint it's not that's her way of doing it and she made money great but it yeah you've just got to be careful of not hmm, really really going inside yourself and checking what your blueprint is and what you need to be doing to create the do for the marketing or what business you're doing or how to connect those so so aligned clients every sort of aspect you can work it out yourself if you are in tune with yourself and your blueprint and your I think you, we really all need proper guidance. I, I, I've been in the same boat before where I took a course uh, for 12000 or whatever it was to help me build a funnel to attract my clients through a Facebook ad. Mm -hmm. And I took this course and I fell through the cracks. I wasn't aligned. I still thought that I was uh, meant to bring the sacred feminine into the legal world. And that was my low-hanging fruit. And I wasn't aligned. I wasn't aligned. And nobody caught on. And I should have known in my body because it just didn't feel good. Mm. And I was so frustrated, so angry, so all these emotions, and I wasn't listening to myself. And so, so I think we're way too close to our own problems sometimes to yeah. see things clearly. That's why we need proper mentorship and healing, especially yes. with women, to have that empathy and the healing aspect of it. Um, because we have been subjugated for for thousands, if not millions, by some some standards years, it's really easy to fall into a masculine paradigm of yeah. how we should be building our businesses and how we should be hustling and you know we should be forcing things to happen rather than saying going stepping back, like you're saying, and trusting our own guidance and our own bodies and you know not abandoning any part of us. Mm. that says you know what this does not feel good mm. and really trusting it eh yeah 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 absolutely a lot of us have not learned to trust ourselves uh, yeah and and, and tap into our body yeah you know actually that's been very much ignored in, in this paradigm it is it is um and I find also sort of, what's the right word, leaning back and letting it come to you. So letting, sort of, when you make a decision, that's when the universe sort of says, oh, that's what you want. All right, so here's some ideas, here's an opportunity, here's someone that can help you. And if you sort of sit, sit back and take action, but let the universe help you. Mm -hmm. Things start to evolve as well, don't they? You know, the things that you're saying now, Christy, are so important for people to hear, which this is why I do what I do. This is probably why you do what you do, is that we want to shorten the learning curve so people yes. learn from us and not have to go through the, you know, the, <laughs> the grief and misery of... Uh, years of being stuck and trapped and not making money etc 
Um, but there is a like um, a surrendering and a detachment is so challenging, especially for mm -hmm. women. And maybe I think everybody not to be so attached to things to happen in a certain way. And that's really challenging to let go of control because we've been in such a controlling, toxic society par paradigm in a lot of ways to say, no, you can't wear this. No, you can't do this. No, you can't yeah. do this. Um, and you, we want to have control over our lives, but yeah, absolutely. Detachment, surrender are very key to letting life flow, being a co-creator with universal intelligence. That's really important. Have you had any really outstanding mentorship or anyone that has really supported you or been there for you throughout your journey? I have. I have had um, some amazing mentorship through women who have seen my blind spots when I didn't. Trauma was a huge thing for me. I don't think I ever really processed my trauma. And also um, ancestral healing in terms of being highly intuitive and being burned at the stake. It's like the witch wound. Mm -hmm. um, coming out of the closet with that was big for me. Yeah. Anger towards lots of anger towards this paradigm so we want to be our authentic self but we don't want to be our authentic hot mess self right you yeah know, we can't there's like it's not productive like you have to see like is this is this working for me if not it, then you need to check it out because there's something that's blocking the path yeah and that's the same with any sort of negative that you have in your life where you come up and you're sort of against something or you have a strong, strong opinion maybe about something, there's usually something behind that for you, isn't there? Something you need to work yeah, absolutely. on, you have to unravel. It's a lovely journey, isn't it? <laughs> it's such an eye-opening. <laughs> You know, it's much it's much better on the other side I have to tell you um I, I was going to tell you one thing is and I see this with my clients too it's like your, your child stuff comes up like I remember I was clingy when I was a little kid right and so you know when it came to my consults and stuff I was clinging and and graspy or whatever and I yeah. had to look at that that right like your stuff comes up for you to clear it scarcity yeah. insufficiency it's all going to come up and i would say lean it you know lean back when it comes to clients to coming to you because that's mentorship like they have to ask you mm -hmm. for guidance right like a doctor but when it comes to clearing patterns and shadows and different parts of us like lean in if there's resentment or anger or sadness or whatever that is it's a symptom yeah and not to ignore it what happens if you do ignore 
nothing changes. You yeah. go in a loop. You keep going in a loop until you drive yourself crazy, and then you spiral down. You will likely bottom out if you don't consciously decide make a decision that i want to take the easier route i you know we've invented coaches have invented yeah. more or less the washing machine or the you know what i mean yeah like you can you can try to wash wash dishes by hand or wash your clothes but this is a technology in terms of making your life easier getting you results faster it's your choice. All we all we can do is offer people a conscious choice and yes. doing nothing. Choice. Yeah. So I I see I see us coaches as well, I've said it to a few people where it's like being placed in the middle of the jungle and you have to try and find your way out. Eventually you may get there. Well you will get there eventually. But for a coach, a coach can chop her in and pick you up and take you out so much quicker so much more effective and that's what we're there for to get you to where you want to get to quicker faster and through all that we know and teach for whatever it is that you specifically need so it's not for myself I teach I used to teach a program that didn't fit all the boxes for everybody. Now it's tailored. Now I do one-on-one -on -one coaching to help the individual. So each session is whatever they are needing at the time. And we're working through different things and they're moving towards being their authentic self and their true self and being happy and fulfilled and things. So it's, it's a beautiful journey, but if you don't get the help you need, you'll get there. You may get there. I'm not saying you will get there. You may get there, but it may be years and years down the line. You may not even get there. Getting a coach, getting mentorship will get you there so much faster. Yeah, with a lot more ease and pleasure and flow than trying to break through a wall by yourself and, and you know it takes action and sometimes where you can make mistakes like that was I was not in the best place when I chose that coaching program mm -hmm. and I I was like I just I was practicing law and I just was really burnt out I was burning the candle on both ends and I really wanted to get my coaching practice off the ground mm -hmm. yeah and so it's like no, this is in there is no quick get rich quick thing yeah. And that's why I, I do is like turning your message into a message. Like, what did you yeah. want back then? I wanted to make sure that my foundation was solid before yeah. I did all the, you know, et cetera. And so what I do now and action brings clarity, right? So we have to take action and fail forward and uh, keep going and keep working with mentors, you know, different stages of our lives or businesses are going to demand different versions of us and different um attributes so what i do now is that my group coaching is now more tailored towards somebody coming out of corporate who wants to lay the foundation have their ducks in a row before they jump off hmm. or someone who wants to turn their side hustle um into a, a 
of thriving, sustainable business, be, you know, before they let go of that. So it's it's really the safety net that I wish I had when I was going out because I didn't have a net, especially as you know, as an orphan, I didn't have a net. It was do or die, and it was horrible. It was just like horrible. So, you know. It, there's no need to go through that and reinvent the wheel when we've gone through it already. Absolutely. And <laughs> some of the stuff that we have gone through, you don't really want other people to go through it because there is an easier way with working with us, right? Some of us. Yeah. Hard. I think the hardest, most challenging part is like, who do I work with? They get, they get kind of analysis paralysis, but you, when you know somebody's right for you, you know, again, yeah. it's much of it is really checking in your body and seeing how yeah. comfortable your body is uh, with that decision. Yeah. Right? In your own nervous system. Yeah. I think you, you, mentioned just before and it's exactly how I felt when you're sort of desperately trying to get there and you want to make all the right decisions right there and then and you want it fast that's when you do make the mistakes and you do need to like you just said look inside and really check your nervous system and see if it is really aligned with you and then you're going to make those better decisions and choose the right mentors and the best coaches and the best programs for you. Yeah, I think that's the best thing I can do for someone is to a make sure that they're coming from a place of wholeness mm. and not a place of like, I need this or I'm desperate for this and this is going to fill me up, whatever that is externally. Like, you know, it's it's coming from a place of I'm enough, I have enough, I'm exactly where I need to be. This, wh whether something works or doesn't work, doesn't define me. Mm -hmm. It doesn't define my worth, etc. And having them have the blueprint to step up into their most soul aligned life and business. Like that's the best thing I can do for for anybody who is on a spiritual path to wants both the 5D and the 3D experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. And when you're um so when when you're looking for a mentor and a coach, it's not just your decision either. It's the coach's decision to work with you as well as well because they have to be aligned and feel the same with with you right absolutely yes 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 we absolutely if we, there, we get to choose who comes into our lives that's huge your environment oh, yes. is everything you know what i mean we didn't go through all that stuff to toxic clearing out toxicity and all this stuff to like create a toxic environment for ourselves right um, I I say it has to be healing for you as well. Yes, like it's it's an exchange of energy, and so it has to be clean and clear, and that person can't drain the fuck out of me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we need to make sure that we are surrounded by 
everything that is going to keep empowering us, keep our light lit, keep us, you know, feeling incredible. And saying no to clients sometimes, you have to do that. So how can... Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So how... How can people work with you? Tell us what you sort of do, what you can offer, um, what you what sort of programs or mentorships that you've got. Tell us about tell us about your your work. So what I say is I help spiritually minded entrepreneurs secure their financial freedom without sacrificing their rela- uh, relationships, lifestyle, or their mental and physical health. That's my offer, and I specialize it with working with spiritually-minded female startups and up-levels. I offer privates, which very flexible. They can work with me uh, one-on-one for a duration of up to a year. We basically talk about anything, because my philosophy is everything's interrelated and interdependent, right? You can talk to me about it. It's, it's going to... Uh, the shift is going to happen in, in different areas. And then I am off also offer a group, which again, as I said, is, you know, when you, when you make the leap, the net appears, well, I'm the net. So I offer the net for making sure that everything is aligned in terms of your vision, your mission, your values, like that stuff needs to be well thought out and most authentic marketing um, sales, uh, positioning, branding, you know, so all the business groundwork, the foundation for a life and business that's soul aligned is there for you before you go out and you market yourself and spend a lot of money, you know, marketing yourself and spend time networking, etc. It's, it's a lot more fluid and productive and, and strategic. Mm-hmm. that's what we need women we really need to be a lot more strategic i will put all your details on how people can get in touch with you on our show notes and i understand that you have a, a lovely offer for the listeners you want to tell us about that sure well if they want to just keep in touch with me they can opt in and they can get uh, free access to my master class five mistakes female entrepreneurs make to sabotage their success that's That's awesome and i will put that in the show notes as well um yeah followed by followed by well-kept secrets and um insights to keep you motivated ah nice nice um brilliant that everyone make sure that you go ahead and jump on board on that that sounds incredible and will help you immensely I can feel it I know it the last thing that I have for you is our fun little questions are you ready sure (laughs) um if authenticity was a color what color would it be for you and why Oof. White in, in terms of purity, navy blue in terms of authority. Oh, nice. Oh, I haven't had those colors before. I like that. Wonderful. And if you could be an animal to express your true self, which animal would you choose and how does it represent you? 
You're a lion. A peacock, a beautiful peacock. Magnetizing, magnetizing. You know, I guess it's a male peacock, but ma magnetizing whoever comes to me. Towards me. Nice. Me, a monkey. My son said he's a monkey, which is very I'm, true. I'm, I'm, if you had a magic wand and everyone in the world had to follow one ruling you created, what would it be? Oof. Oh, be kind to animals. Be kind to animals. Be no. kind. Be kind. Because that, who is saying how the society's is based on how it treats its animals? Something mm -hmm. to that effect. I like that. I like that. Thank you for sharing that nice and last thing what last words do you have for the listeners is there anything that's downloading to you is there anything that you feel that is important to share i think it's time to break the chains and liberate ourselves from oppression mm -hmm. of thinking we are not enough that we do not have enough, that we are not capable enough. And the systematic way of feeling disempowered. You know, it, there's nothing more empowering than taking agency over your own life. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I totally agree with that. It absolutely needs to happen and it needs to happen now. So every listener, we need to start doing that together. Don't we? So beautiful. Thank you so, 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 so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. And I know the listeners are going to take away some gold nuggets and some wonderful information. And they'll be in contact if, um, well, they should go with a freebie. So grab the freebie listeners. But thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate you. It was lovely and it was the pleasure was mine. Thank <laughs> you so much. Awesome. Listeners, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Have a good day. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Authentically You podcast. We hope you enjoyed the conversation and gained some valuable insights. If you'd like to stay connected with us, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform and follow us on social media. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Kirsty Impact Coach or Become Authentically You on the Facebook group. We'd love to hear your thoughts, feedback and ideas for future episodes feel free to drop us a message or leave a review. Your input means the world to us as we continue to grow and improve. Remember, living authentically is a journey and we're so glad and grateful to have you with us on this path of self-discovery and personal growth. Until next time, 
Always remember to be true to yourself. Embrace your uniqueness and live life unapologetically because you are truly remarkable just the way you are. This is Kirsty signing off on the Authentically You podcast. Take care and keep shining bright.